Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. First and foremost, I've been saying it kind of all day is the chance to win a Stanley Cup. And I think that, you know, we have a lot of pieces in play that can help us achieve that goal. And that was the first factor that, you know, I looked at their forwards and especially uh, the top two centers with O'Reilly and Eichel. And, you know, those guys are only going to continue to get better, especially Jack. And, you know, he's got superstar status and we definitely need that to win a Stanley Cup. All right, welcome back into another morning segment with us on Saturday morning. Nate Geary here with you, Ryan Gates and Brayton Wilson running the board as usual. So now we head out to the AT&T hotline. BD Galoff uh, from the fourth period over in the Islanders is an Islanders reporter. BD, how are you doing this morning? Good, and how are you guys doing? Doing very well. Thank you for uh, for coming on with us this morning and talking some hockey. Obviously, yesterday was a pretty uh, pretty interesting day. The first thing I want to talk about, BD, is at, I, it's even an Islanders question because the Islanders basically, from in my knowledge, didn't really offer Kyle Okposo a contract, so they didn't really attempt to bring him back, and they bring in a guy like Andrew Ladd for about a half a million on average less than Okposo got in Buffalo. So do you see this as kind of the trade-off as they were letting go of a 28-year-old Okposo to bring in a 30-plus Andrew Ladd? Do you see that as a smart trade-off for the Islanders? I don't think it was their uh, first move. Uh, you know, last summer I had heard that, uh, you know, even though they didn't negotiate, they got a price from uh, Kyla Puss on his agent that actually for them was seven plus per year. So, you know, I think the market yielded or he took less to go to Buffalo because it was the closest thing or cost of living, whatever he chose ended up being less, but he seemed to be pressing the Islanders for almost seven plus per year. And I think they made a decision at that point that they couldn't afford that for the term that Kyle was looking for. And they have, uh, you know, uh, Tavares coming up on a, you know, the, in two years to be resigned and to be competitive. I think they felt it was going to be a little bit too stiff for them. And I think that's where uh, things kind of fell off. I also think, you know, the Islanders also missed on the Taylor Hall trade with Edmonton. I think that was their first choice to replace uh, the wing position uh, with Kyle. And uh, unfortunately, um, you know, I heard that the Chiarelli chose Adam Larson over whatever the the Islanders were were offering. So I think in this case they, you know, had to do with Ladd the best scenario when stuck with UFAs instead of a trade. So in that, I think they're trying to hold the line. You know, Ladd brings in different variables, leadership, uh, the ability to hit, uh, a little bit more defensive, you know, a different type. But uh, I think they tried to find somebody who would be complimentary to Tavares, even though he was a little bit older. And you've watched Kyle Poso over the past few years. Uh, what has his game been like? Uh, what can Sabres fans expect out of Kyle Poso coming from someone who has been closely watching him? He can be a little bit streaky. He's uh, a good skating forward. Um, he's an excellent complementary player when you have a dynamic uh, center. I think he will work very well with Eichel. 
Um, I think that he can definitely do 60 points plus with Eichel. I think if he's on any other line, you're going to see more of a mid-50s. I think that his game really rests on having somebody who can raise the game, and I think that Eichel is that player. So I think that uh, you know he's going to be somebody who can dig into the corners. He skates. He uh, does. He's you know part of what the Islanders had in kind of a little bit of speed. Um, but he can be streaky and he can lose confidence when he's not scoring. So it's, you know, uh, that said, you know, he can still get well over, t- uh, you know, 20 goals uh, per season. And I, like I said, I think that uh, he's capable of doing 60 points with the right, with the right center. Fourth period correspondent B.D. Galloff joining us here on WGR. B.D., with Jimmy Vc being with the Sabres right now, what kind of a what kind of a tool could Ocposo possibly be for for maybe uh, reeling in a guy like Vc to come to Buffalo? Do, do you think that Ocposo would be a nice tool for Tim Murray to try and use to to get Vc here? I I, I think so. You know, the, look, the, it's clear um, in Buffalo's moves and trying to get better that they are really trying to move forward. They have a lot of nice pieces, and they're really trying to bring it up to the next level. I think that's, you know, Iposo signing and, you know, even chasing Stamkos are, is a good message of being a young team stepping forward and trying to get to the next level. So that, that creates a lot of opportunity, and I think that's what the good selling point would be on somebody like BC. And you saw, BD, over the course of the years, the Islanders kind of went through a similar rebuilding process as the Sabres. They got John Tavares with that number one pick, and, you know, they built around him. In the Sabres rebuild, can you see something similar to what the Islanders were doing? And at what point of the rebuild, the Sabres now, with this move, it feels like they they got to make the playoffs this year. Where do you think the Sabres are in their rebuild, and how does it kind of compare to what the Islanders were doing a few years ago? Well, that, that's the interesting aspect. It's all about what um, the Islanders have had a very difficult time in getting free agents, uh, and that's why they're actually very lucky that they were able to get Ladd. Um, with the venue issues that have gone on with Nassau County it's give, and the years of just being terrible and uh, with bad reputation with Mike Milbury back in the past, it gives a bad uh, reputation, and, of course, the cost of living on Long Island is atrocious. So it's been very difficult for them to get the pieces. I think Buffalo is having an easier time, um, and you know, with the new owner and really, you know, really being active. I think that you guys have been a little bit more successful in that, and that will speed up the rebuild process as opposed to the Islanders, which brings it great that Kyle Oposo was actually experienced in that rebuild process. That you have somebody who not only is going to bring, uh, you know, help the offense but he's somebody who has that experience and been through that. So I think that, uh, you know, Buffalo could actually move and, and come forward a little bit faster. It'll all depend on, um, you know, in the end, it's going to be, uh, depend on the, the goalie and the, and the defense. You know, you can get all the pieces you want, but those two things were with the sticking points for the Islanders. So I'm going to guess that for the Sabres, it'll be the same thing, uh, a little bit trial by fire and see what works and see what doesn't work. BD, uh, Ocposo in his conference call yesterday mentioned mentioned his relationship with a guy like with Matt Molson and Thomas Vanek, who have obviously played in Buffalo. Can you describe the relationship that they had with with each other in New York while they were teammates there? 
Well, the Islanders had a very good team, and, and they still do, a very good team culture. And uh, especially with Matt Molson, um, everybody was very close, and, they, and it showed also on the ice. And there was a nice uh, you know, rapport and, uh, and friendship that was built there, and it also showed up on the ice. Um, so you know, there's an opportunity here maybe to get Matt Molson you know, a little bit uh, – some incentive or to get back to what he was able or capable of doing, especially as your forwards get better. Can he be that complimentary role? Um, I think that, uh, you know, that part of that experience and that, and that friendship is, is good for the locker room. And it's also good for uh, the lines on the ice. BD, you also mentioned a little bit earlier about, you know, how you feel as though Akposo to really maximize his, you know, his talents, that he needs that superstar center to play. Um, now, in your opinion, I mean, this year you look at the numbers, he played a lot with Franz Nielsen. Um, two years ago he played a lot with John Tavares. Did you see, like, a significant drop-off in his game? Or did you see that, I mean, you don't want to call Franz Nielsen a superstar center, but in his own right he's a pretty darn good player. Um, and, you know, the contract that he got kind of kind of says that all, but... I mean, did you see a significant drop-off when he went from a guy like Tavares to a guy like Franz Nielsen? No, you know, I really feel that the Islanders were preparing for life without Kyle, um, especially after last summer when they got that price and they realized that they, you know, if he wasn't going to move off that price um, for them, that, uh, you know, that they were going to have to start thinking about life without Kyle. They knew that Franz and, and he had good chemistry once before, and they seemed to want that again. They also expected uh, Ryan Strom and Anders Lee to pick up where they were the season before, something that didn't happen, and, and that's where the Islanders ran into a little bit of trouble offensively last year. So um, I think they were trying something out and trying to really get uh, Ryan Strom and Anders Lee to the next level, something that didn't quite happen. So I think that's why they, they did it. Kyle, um, you know, really seemed to work well with Franz. They had very good chemistry. And that's why he, you know, he can show that he can be uh, capable on, on other lines, not just, you know, what we call the JT bump. You know, there is uh, a certain type of players that he works well with. And Franz was one of that, and they knew that because of uh, previous history. Once again, we're talking with B.D. Galoff, correspondent with the fourth period, also does the Isles Beat podcast. And B.D., uh, in this conference call yesterday, Kyle mentioned a, a few years ago that he really started to, to take hockey more seriously. He changed his workouts, he changed his habits, and uh, started to pick up his game a little more. Did you see uh, the change in Kyle after he went through that process? And can you see that? as something that would be beneficial to the Sabres, someone who's gone through that process of knowing how to change their habits and knowing how to work out, and as a leader on this team, leading by example through their actions. Oh, absolutely. Look, you know, a couple years ago, there was a point where Kyle was actually, he seemed to be on the ice and doing all the things and being in the right places, but wasn't able to, like, win the battles and just wasn't scoring and, you know, had some struggle. And all of a sudden, he seemed to put it together and get, you know, start to score and get it back. And I guess, you know, there's no coincidence there that in part of the Islanders' conditioning program, I think, may have given him a, 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 an ability to refocus and, you know, kind of really 
really bring that up to a different level. And I think that it ended up showing on the ice. He was more consistent. You know, he's not always somebody who's going to do, though he did 79 games uh, last year, the other three seasons before that were cut a little short with injury. So hopefully, you know, he, that will be something that he's able to, to keep to playing more of the season. But he, there's definitely been something in his output in the last couple of years that's kind of gone to a different level. BD, one last question here before we let you go. John Tavares, uh, he's, I mean, we've seen this with Steven Stamkos where uh, the attention that he got going into this year, uh, the final year of his deal, and then going into free agency, and then he signs right before. John Tavares is going to be a, an unrestricted free agent in a couple of years. Is is the island preparing for the same type of publicity that Steven Stamkos got this past season? I'm sure they are. I think they've been really, really careful on the cap, and uh, you know, they're trying to be uh, extremely. Uh, you know, they know that their their team must build around uh, Tavares' elite talent, and keeping him is is key. So, you know, this is something that they're very much preparing for, and trying to get to the next level. And, uh, you know, that's why I think they're going to still be in the market. They still have an opening at right wing. I don't know if they're going to fill it through trade or through free agency, but they need to get better. And the coaches know that, too, because uh, the young players need to get to the next level. And uh, they are all about, you know, uh, Tavares' next contract, very much so. BD, thank you so much for taking time out of your holiday weekend to talk some uh, some hockey with us. We really appreciate it. Oh, my it. pleasure. Anytime. Yeah, well, enjoy the holiday and uh, with your family and friends there, and uh, hope to talk to you soon. You got it, Bob. All right, thanks, BD. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.